Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 74 of For the Kudos. I'm your host, Joel, and I'm here with... Brett. Oh, my God, I was yawning while I was saying that. I was, I was watching and I was like, you know what? I'm I was trying wait. to get it done as quick as possible. <laughs> how, do you get, how do you get a yawn done quick? I don't know. It's like forcing it. <laughs> the, the yawn's just got a time and you've just got to let it just go. Yeah. go. I was watching and I thought, oh, for God's sake. Um, and now what, speaking you, about yawning makes you want to yawn again. Well, it's, uh, what do they say? Yawns are contagious, right? Mm, yeah. Well, let's hope it's not contagious to our listeners. Imagine, <laughs> everyone's there just running and yawning right now. You're, or, or driving, like seeing people, you look over at people in the car, and people yawning. It's like, ah, oh, they must be listening to FTK. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in Everyone's fact, actually, loving it, but just yawning. <laughs> everyone, yeah, maybe not 74, just the entire back catalogue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, someone's like, oh, you listen to 74 too? He's like, no, I'm listening to 52. <laughs> I thought that was one of their best. Yeah, me too. No, me no, too. That was, that was oh. a episode, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, now that we've fucking bullied Pat Tiernan, big <laughs> shout out. Sub 62 for a half marathon. So Yeah, can't b- back b- from injury, so not Boys too bad. fit again. Good job. Must be uh, another person in the uh, the mix for, the, for a marathon spot, I guess. Yeah. Who would I you say? That's what he's going to try to go for. Who would you say is like you got you and Liam in the in the? Do you know who's spots. in the third spot right now? Uh, no. Who? Ed Goddard. Really? And he's based in the quota on... as well. Is he really? Yeah. Is that just based on points? Because he's done a b- bunch of them, or he? Yeah. So he's running a two twelve and a two thirteen, and one was at Gold Coast, and he got like a fair oh, of amount course. of bonus points. Yeah. But I don't know. Like when I look at the the World Athletics, it says he came second at Gold Coast. But unless it's like he gets points for becoming second Australian, maybe. Second I don't Australian. Know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, if I was Andy or, or Pat, I'd be looking into that and then yeah. making sure it's correct. But um, I don't know what happens because there's also the thing. It's it, it, Yes. Like, like what happens is I've got a spot for Australia. Liam's got a spot for Australia. Ed's got a spot for Australia. But it doesn't mean it goes to those three people. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. Um, what I like, I do wonder like if... So you're saying that like Australian Olympic team could like, you know, your spot for Australia, they could look and they'd be like, Joel's been doing some pretty good sessions. We're going to give uh, Brett's spot to Joel. Yeah. They could. Okay. Yeah, but you have to run on a 2.11.30. So, <laughs> yeah, but but like I do wonder like if they go, like say um, they go, oh, Andy's run 2.10 low. Um, like do we send a 2.12 guy or do we send a 2.10 guy? Yeah, it's interesting. It yeah. does get, yeah, it, it, it's... I feel like with every single year across all like, you know, sports around Olympics, things just get so confusing. There's so many like, you know, oh, arguments. Yeah. that stuff used to happen in triathlon all the time. And, you know, people, f- it's, it's very, it's very, uh, it's very difficult. But, and then also at like 30, the, like the end of uh, January, they pick 65 athletes yep. of the 80. And then the last three months is only 15 spots left. Yeah, shit. So yeah, it's like, fuck. yeah, it's all these like different things. Like a lot comes into it. It's not just the whoever runs the time at this yeah. time and stuff. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll uh, we'll have to be keeping the the listeners updated on all that yeah. sort of stuff as 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 stuff gets released. Um, tell you what, Brett. Talking about you know, obviously you'd want to you know stay injury free in uh, in your training up to towards uh, Fukuoka. 
And mm. right now the listeners can't see this, but I reckon you are sitting in one of the most uncomfortable positions I've ever seen anyone. <laughs> You're so, yeah, Brett, for the listeners that don't know, Brett is like sitting, okay, is it in front of your bed? No, or you're between two beds. So between two single beds because I've done these ones before where I'm like recording sitting on my bed and like by the end my back is so sore where I feel like at least I've got a bit of support with me this time. My legs are kind, kind of straight. Um, it's a yeah, very yeah, it should be. It, it's, it's a very strange angle for me to be looking at. It's like I know. It's like it's like the laptop's on the ground and I'm looking up at you. I don't <laughs> pretty much I'm, could be like. Going from between. <laughs> okay, that's disgusting. <laughs> the listeners can imagine that there might be a few listeners like, oh, I'm jealous of Joel right now, but <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so, a little bit. Oh, well, actually, you can talk about it first. The uh, blue line. We are yeah, back. We yeah. we mentioned that it was coming back, but fuck, what an issue! Thank you to everyone that um, subscribed. If you weren't already a subscriber, or at least opened the email that came into your inbox and pretended to read through it. Um, but no, it was, it was a good, very good issue. We had an interview with uh, Ryan Gregson. Um, his transition, I guess, from 1500 up to the marathon. Um, he ran 214 at Melbourne. And then also a big recap on Noosa, but kind of more focusing on Caitlin Adams and yeah. what she's been doing and, and like her lead up into the Zadapec. But um, yeah, thanks again to Fraser Darcy for putting all that all together. Yeah, Fraser's, Fraser's killing it. So um, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe every fortnight, Friday, you'll yeah. be getting a, a new edition. Yeah, and it's free. That's the one thing. Definitely free. The, yeah, so we obviously talk about like subscribing to FTK Patreon. That ain't free. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the blue line is free. Uh, talking about Patreon, we had Live, Laugh, Love and Run with Jack, Joel and Not Brett come out. Yes, Not Brett. How'd you, how'd you feel missing that one? Uh, I was just having a nice. Well, apparently I was at the Terang races or something. The Terang races, but I was just having a nap. Yeah, that's fine. You you, you missed you missed the week. Does that mean then then this week's one I'll be missing out on, or we're we gonna? Yeah, do what are we soon? doing? For, what are we doing for this one? We'll have to work it out. Who yeah. I said Rambo Rambo could replace replace me, but I feel like we'd be getting cancelled pretty Might quick. Might get cancelled. Yeah, Paul Robinson. He he'd be good to fill in. Yeah, Paul's. I feel but, like you need mm. to fill in my shoes. You need another funny Irish sort of guy. Get Paul on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we'll we work also, something out. But there'll be an episode coming out. Don't worry. Yeah. We also had uh, another episode of Chasing Paris coming out. Um, and yeah, we have another episode. So we record these on a Monday. Um, when this comes out onto Patreon, which will be Tuesday and then onto the main feed Wednesday, um, another episode of Chasing Paris would have already come out. And we are putting out that Q&A with Nath Pierce, hosted by Dave McNeil, um, all about how to get the most out of your Garmin. Um, and so once that episode is out onto uh, our Patreon channel, we are going to create a, like a comment post on our Patreon feed um, where you'll have your chance to write in 50 words or less why you think you deserve that Garmin 965 Forerunner. So, um, you know, I think that's a, a lot of Instagram competitions and stuff. It's like like and comment and stuff like that. But it's not, you know, it's a bit more random, whereas this is like giving for our patrons... Um, You've got yeah, fifty words or less to tell us why you th- why you think you should why you think you, should, you deserve it. There's all these people out there going jumping on their garments, like dropping it, throwing it on the ground, like yeah, <laughs> smashed my garment yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true, like yeah, what we said last week. 
um, on the episode. Definitely the statistically the greatest chance you'll ever have of winning a Garmin 965. So, yeah. Um, should we just jump into some training weeks? Because, yeah, we've got one thing we haven't mentioned. We have an interview uh, with Jack Rayner, who obviously not hosted by us, hosted by Riley Wolf. So Riley does a lot of our athlete interviews because he's so much better at them than us, hey? <laughs> a lot better. Um, and plus, if it, it would just be another live, laugh, love 15-minute episode if yeah if we R- did it. So Riley's but, um, definitely Riley's going to get more out of Jack than fucking bird noises, unlike us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Riley probably listens to those episodes like, fuck me, guys. Like, what are yeah. you doing? <laughs> well, the, the funny thing is obviously when we, when we have like Grattan House meetings and stuff and he does like Riley said, he's like, yeah, obviously they're, they're good, but... That, let's just say they don't take as much uh, time and time and effort of researching as say yeah, an yeah. hour and stuff. Like he's know, not like, doing right, work in the background. We're not nah, doing nah, work in the background. Yeah. These episodes. Right, like Riley's like putting in all this effort for like chasing Paris and amateur out or like really you know trying to trying to work out the best sort of line of questioning and we're just like two minutes before the episode go. Oi, let's uh let's make Jack. Uh, gur- <laughs> gurgle with water, but boom, boom, <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Let me use a way. Hey, I tell you what, I don't know if I said this last episode, but Saskia did pretty good at that. Yeah, she did. She did very she did. good, didn't she? She was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, She wasn't happy with me posting that video. <laughs> she was, <laughs> if you look at her hands and stuff as well, like she's all like oh, looks in a funny position. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and then the shit. next morning, like I'm like. I'm like, oh, you got a few comments about it. She's like, oh my god, I'm getting trolled. Like, yeah. <laughs> now, nah, good sport, good sport. Um, That's what you get for tra- being a, a a spouse of the podcast. A spouse? You guys married? Is a, spa- are you? Is a spouse partner? S- no, nah. spouse, nah, spouse is married. Thanks for announcing that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> news to you. <laughs> Saskia's like, oh, cut, cut, cut. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, maybe spouses that, that that language has changed, but I think it definitely did at, at one point. Me, me, marriage. Um, but hey, let's hear your training week up at Falls Creek. I'm keen to hear it because I have no idea what you've been up to. Yep. Um, so whole week up at Falls Creek this week, and coming off a big week last week, running around 210 k. So didn't really know if I was going to be in the oven or not. And a lot of oven jokes have been coming out lately, too. <laughs> like. For like, I don't know, a few of the boys, um, I think me, Jack and Rambo have been laying into them about that the oven has been turned on for them. So <laughs> <laughs> Rambo, lo- Rambo absolutely loves an oven joke, doesn't he? Yeah, I, think, he's got I think Rambo's going to be in the oven so much. <laughs> like wait till we get, yeah, when we get to later in the week, I'll, we'll explain. But right. um, anyway, so uh, Monday, I was still up here solo. I don't think anyone got up here yet. When do people come up here? Why ask? Oh yeah, ask me. Like I know. Um, do I know? People didn't people go up Friday? This yeah, Friday? I did. I did most this week. So like, <laughs> um, um, yeah. So just I train with hour, them on Friday. So yeah, yeah. An hour, uh, the normal tower run that we do, and then yeah. So while I was oh, so tower here, run is tower run. Nah, just is because a I was. Thing now. Gotcha. It's usually a Friday run, but because I was yeah. here by myself, I was just running from. Yeah, you're not gonna fucking drive out all the way. Yeah, half I didn't. Couldn't couldn't really be bothered, and um, I just yeah, I don't know. I was a bit. I heard these stories about wild dogs. So I was a bit scared. Run out there by myself. Yeah, apparently in March they were up here, and at the there's this run called Fitzy's Hut, and at the down up the top they saw a wild dog, and they asked some of the locals, and like yeah, there's like you don't really want to go near them. 
Fuck. And apparently they're like dingoes. Shit. Yeah, yeah and pretty... I've been like searching. I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I want to do this by myself. Yeah. They're... But I don't know, like everyone's been running out there and like no one's seen anything. But um, Yeah, my yeah. uncle was telling me stories last like, last week when I was on the phone with him. He was out, I forget, somewhere up up in northern Queensland or maybe on one of the islands or something and you have to be really careful oh, of yeah. dingoes. And there's stories it's of like people. like Fraser get... Island or something? I think it was Fraser Island, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like there's getting, heaps. Getting pissed. Um, like backpackers getting pissed and like falling asleep at the beach and then like waking up and like they, all their clothes are torn and like got yeah. cuts all over. Hectic. Yeah. Have you heard about the button man? No. The button man is like this like big, um, I don't know, like myth of yeah. this person in like the Alpine region that like, so the people have gone missing and like they think could be the button man, but also like there's like people that are like at their campsites, like they've woken up the next morning, things have been moved and like he, this up? button man apparently just fucks with people. The button man. The button man. Yeah, you can search that, it. Okay, I'm going to, that that sounds fucking creepy. Yeah, I know. Well, and so of course, like, a, like you need to have like a weird name, like the button man. It can't just be like, oh, have you heard about the guy in the Alpine region that fucks with people? It's like, oh yeah, no, nah, but it's like the button man. Everyone's like, ooh. So man. is it is it like he, you know, lives, is the, 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 tail that he like lives out in the yeah like, like in the bush somewhere oh okay that's, cr- yeah, that's yeah i'm already a bit spooked i know i know yeah i was like saying it's this asky essay so i don't want to know about it. i'm not going to read about it if holy I shit it the button man yeah. could be key to mountain mounting mountain so remember mystery. those two people went missing like a couple of years ago oh why do they call him the f- yeah geez oh yeah geez Freaking me out. All right, let's move on. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all spooked now. <laughs> I'm going to be uh, racing through my training week in case the button man comes. <laughs> Monday afternoon did 8K. Tuesday morning we had K reps and we did them in the village, luckily. So, and, uh, but uh, yeah, I was by myself pretty much running um, for this session, but I had Matt Buckle on the bike for six of the reps. Um, I ran. Two fifty four. Sorry, he did six. Oh, and then I said, oh, I'll go and help Saskia a little bit. Yeah. Because <laughs> she was just by herself. So I'm like, if I get six and she gets, yeah. Uh, I don't know. If she, I think she was doing seven reps. So she gets one help. I'm like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> then in the day, like, later in the day, when she's like, oh, you got all the help. She, I'm like, no, even now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I went 254, 253. She's not dead. <laughs> 53, 54, 55, 55, 53, 53. Fuck, that's good. Um, what do yeah, they say? I think the Falls Creek, back the triathletes would always say this, that 1,600 metres was seven seconds a K. Really? I've heard, I heard that. Yeah. That's yeah, what I we used know. to say. Yeah. I used to do some of the, um, like I remember me and Grego out at the, where we used to do the old Ks. You should do some ridiculous carry up sessions there. Like average like under two fifty and we'd do yeah. fast ones where we would run like in the two thirties, like yeah. two thirty seven or something like that. And you're just like but you're just finishing fucking... a, you're finishing the eighth one and it's like almost best effort for across the whole thing, right? Like you're not Yeah. Yeah. You're fucked. Yeah, you're if, fucking if we hammering. turned up and said let's race eight by AK, it would be Yeah. We'd get nervous and run slower. <laughs> 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 nah. we, we, yeah, it's the same. Um ran Another 8K that evening. And then Wednesday, I did the long run loop. Um, cause I was the actual long run loop. Okay. Yeah. So, um, fin- but not the, uh, not the yeah, finish at the car park. The 90 minute one. Yes. Yeah, so I finished yeah. at Langford. So, yeah. Th- this long run. How do you do that? Like, uh, people were running out at Langford's. Gotcha. 
yes, I talk about these scary, scary dogs, but I go and do a long run where I'm like 20k away from people <laughs> in the middle, pretty, pretty valley. But I've, I was talking to someone about this the other day, how like you know Australia is, um, you know, known as the like the worst country in the world in terms of like dangerous animals and stuff, right? Like we've mm. got all the you know venomous spiders and snakes and stuff like that. But it's I think about like a bear. Imagine yeah, being like out running on a trail, knowing that a thing like four size the time, so four times the size of you could just tear you apart. Mm. And I suppose you know Australia doesn't really have anything like that, right? Like if you see a wild horse or whatever, but if you came over the hill and saw like three wild dingoes, yeah, you'd be fucking, you'd be shitting yourself. Yeah, but I've, I wonder if they're like, um, if you do see them, like they they not don't really want to go near you either. Well, I feel like the bears and like mountain lions and stuff that they yeah. go in America. That has to, I was watching this video of like animal encounters the other day and just like bears like coming up on people or Ooh. or like people like out hiking and then there's just like a mountain lion just going crazy at them. Yeah, um, yeah. I've seen those videos. Yeah, <laughs> where, yeah, I feel like when we're running, it's not really like what if you see a snake or something like that, you have to be, I feel like you have to be pretty unlucky Yeah, I something go, to happen. I, 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 I do an easy four minute 30 per K warm up lap around the lake at Albert. Albert Park and one of the swans looks the swans, at me funny. Yeah, I know. They're the pretty swan, scary though. The swan just looks at me slightly strange and I have to book in a session with my psych to deal with it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> deal with the trauma of it, let alone a mountain lion tearing off my leg. I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, all jokes aside, those swans can get fucked. They're yeah, actually, I know. They are aggressive. And the, fuck, the ducks as well can be pretty bad too. Yeah. <laughs> Jack was telling me um, the other day that they saw you and Jack saw the guys uh, like the what did, they must work for Parks Victoria or whatever. And they're tagging them, and it looked like oh they were, wait, it's so and, funny. And they look like they were arresting them because they, they like put yeah. their, they tie the what is it? they tie the duck? It was it the duck or the or the swans? The swans, the swans, and they tie their feet behind them as they tag them, right? Yeah. And yeah. you said it just looked like they were like arresting people. It's like, get yeah. down. So they would literally they'd chase him, pin him down <laughs> and then tie him and then they just leave him there on the ground for a bit while they get other ones. And it's, it looks like they had to put a sign up like saying what they're doing because if you just walk like like, yeah. across and you see people just tackling swans, you're like, what the hell's going, going on here? here? Yeah. yeah. But if you yeah. put scientific purposes, you can do whatever you want. Like what? Yeah, yeah. Like with the, the wailing and stuff. So scientific purposes, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing yeah, like the parks Victoria like rangers got like pepper spray and like, like some of the other swans are coming with the pepper spray and the other swans and <laughs> the, <laughs> yes. the riot riot shields. <laughs> and they're all protesting later in the week. All the swans. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Um, but yeah, this long run it's the same kind of one I did on Sunday. But yeah, starts with like a nice five k hill. Yeah. Which definitely stings the legs, but um, yeah, it was four oh nine pace, and then ran another eight and a bit k in the evening. Thursday morning, did the tail run again, so another fourteen point seven k. Had Archie Reed with me. He he got yep. up here, um, ran thirty five minutes that evening, and then I had my marathon session on. Friday morning. So you did tower run Thursday morning, did you say? Yep. At what pace were you? Four oh not eight. Okay. I, I was just gonna say if you're closer to four, I'd be like, oh, Archie Reed in the oven. Slowly, <laughs> yeah. add, slowly adding people into the oven. <laughs> yeah. Is he fit at the moment? Yeah, he's gone all right. I think he he 
he did um like ten k threshold up here. I think it was like about three tens, but which yeah. is like up here Oven. is pretty good. Nah, I'm just yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, he'll be in it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, so I had my session down. I so I decided to do it in Mount Beauty. Yeah, um, I've just done sessions up here before, and that's what you and like, Andy were gonna say. You, you and I remember you and Andy were saying that that you yeah. were gonna do that. Yeah. If it's like a bit windy up here, you end up like just with the way of the road, it can just be like 6K into the wind and the effort just ends up being way too hard for, for yeah. these sessions when when you're definitely just trying to be more in the right effort than than the pace really. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, went down to this like l- lake in Mount Beauty and but it was just too honest. The course wasn't great. It was La- I would just say a slow gravel, course. Do you mean the gravel, that tiny little gravel like water reserve in Mount Beauty. Yeah, yeah, y- yeah. It's a and is it a full gravel loop the whole way around? No. Nah. So I didn't really. I did a bit different. So you kind of like do. There's a road next to it, yeah. And then you go kind of into the town, but yeah. like, and then just at the edge of the town, then you take the sharp turn, then you're on this like really thin uh, footpath yeah. that kind of zigzags around the lake. Yeah, um, that's right. But I, it just I, wasn't wasn't great. Like. I was at one point like running on footpath and then running, had to cut across grass to like, instead of doing like a like a ridiculously sharp turn. And you're all so solo, just, did you say? Sorry, I was. So I had, I had um, Lewis on the bike. Yeah. Surely, he was down there giving me drinks and stuff. Surely there would be Mount Beauty. There would be some like fucking, you know, couple of K between some quiet streets or something where you could just do a find a loop. I don't think or there no. is. I think because it just goes uphill up all hills. around Mount Beauty. It just goes up up big hills yeah um you'd honestly yeah. like for one of those sessions you'd honestly be almost it'd almost go be worth going to no i was gonna say go to bright on the rail trail because the rail trail yeah. is, that starts from bright like it's an extra what half an hour drive from mount beauty even less maybe 25 yeah. minutes i think and there's like that I, I used to do heaps of runs and like stuff on that there's like the yeah the rail trail that goes from bright all the way to like myrtleford yeah Mm, I maybe look at that. <laughs> like, yeah, mm, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, this thing just wasn't great. And then so I did, and we, there was this other extension of it that I did, but that was just like so windy. There's like people and dogs and um, anyway. So Wild the first ones one or or pet. No, nah, these these were these were these were domesticated dingoes. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. So first one I ran like fifteen oh four, I think. Um, but I feel like I was just going too hard. Like I think if I ran like I was trying to run like 15 minutes and like if I ran 15 minutes at Albert Park, like that would be yeah. fine, but I would be cruising doing it with this yeah. like, this was I'm, like breaking momentum and like you would kind of turn a corner and like you go from running 259s to threes, then you're trying to catch back up and it's just like, yeah. I don't know, the Ks are just very up and down and um, so I did, yeah, did that one. The next one around 15.05 and then I was like, oh, like this is getting uh, too hard. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to go back to like 303s, 305s. Yeah. Um, ended up with 306s, so I ran 1530 um, for the next two. Um, but it just, yeah, I don't know. The effort was just a bit higher than I th- wanted it to be. But I just but couldn't. that's what you need to yeah. like, you know, obviously that's, that's the, that's the sort of stuff that you need to be flexible about, right? Yeah, I know. Because like, if you, if you, you know, as as coaches, 
we tell our athletes that sort of stuff and I'm sure there's, you know, all the listeners have dealt with this sort of stuff before and it's like once you get to know your body and, and how, how your sort of body responds in training and stuff like that, you need to be able to make that call, right? Because if you yeah. are stubborn and you go, nah, like you could have finished those last two in uh, at 15, you could. Yeah, exactly. But maybe that would put, then you'd be opening the oven door next to Rambo and Archie <laughs> Reed and saying, yeah. boys, any room for me. You know what I mean? It's like you need yeah. to make that call and then it's about it's, – you're not going to run super well in Fukuoka from one of these yeah. sessions, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think making that decision to kind of go a bit slower was definitely the right one because the effort stays kind of what it should be. Um, yeah. And, yeah, so I still – it's still – a decent session. Like when you look at it, it's, um, I don't know, 15, so 15 average. Yeah. Um, very, so, very good. And then, yeah, when you go and look at the course, it's just not, not a great course. So, um, this week I don't know what to do. Um, cause I've got the big marathon session mm. and I just don't know if I do it up here. Um, honestly, if it's yeah. that key of a session, I would, I would look into that bright Myrtleford yeah. rail trail sort of thing. There's like, there's, there's a road, out the back, I could send it to you. I'll send it to you off air, but I remember like, yeah, it's a, it'd be a good few K dead yeah. flat, dead straight. Yeah. Yeah. Even doing I'll like a U-turn or, yeah. Yeah. You should have seen the lake this morning though. It was like glass. Really? Like I've never seen it as um, still as as it was. Like, you should drop a line in. It was in. so nice. Yeah, I know. Few surely, you've been, there, I yeah. <laughs> surely you've been thinking about that. Surely someone's got a rod there. There was people out here um, on Melbourne Cup Day, Melbourne Cup yeah. weekend. Like they were up here fishing. Yeah. The guy was like, he was staying next to us, but he would like go out early in the morning and not come back to the evening, just fishing all day. Catch anything? Don't know if he's catching, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, did a 2K warm down because I felt cooked. Um, didn't get the whole 20 minutes out this time. Yeah, the one I was saying to you, I'm like, I'm pretty sure you don't do 20 minute cool downs after every set, after every marrow workout. And you're like, yeah, I do. And I'm like, fucking. No, nah, I said, I don't. I, when I'm cooked, I don't. <laughs> and you cooked up every single one. <laughs> no, nah, usually I'm not. I usually feel fine, but this one definitely you, felt fucked. Obviously, driving is different, um, you know, being in the in the driver's seat as opposed to the passenger seat. But do you, like, you, do you ever get any sort of car sickness? I don't know, because I drive every time. Yeah, because I just remember. Like, I like, never, ever go in the passenger seat. So yeah, for the listeners that don't don't uh, live in Victoria or haven't been out to the Alpine region, where Brett is training is up the top of Falls Creek, and even though the mountain is only sixteen hundred meters high, like there's other mountains that you could drive to sixteen hundred meters pretty quickly. But the road to Falls Creek from Mount Beauty is at fucking it's what thirty k, right? Yeah. Is it that it's thirty k? Yeah. And it's like it doesn't. Yeah. It's because you go up and then you go down and then you yeah. sort of go up again. So it's, like it's just, just so windy. So windy. And I remember like, yeah, when I was there, um, you know, cross training with, you know, uh, uh, um, the actually right, Andy and Jem were talking about this on Chasing Paris this week about being, you know, injured and how, you know, having to go cross train. And Jen and I spent like a good summer um, going down to the pool pretty much every single day while you guys were, was, were, um, were running. And I remember it's like, a, how long is the drive? Is it 40 minutes? Like, yeah, 35, 40. 35, 40. And I feel like once you get car sick, it's a good 
like few hours before. It's not like you're just car sick for 10 minutes and then you're not. It's like you feel like like you know nauseous, nauseous for a good few hours. And I remember like we'd leave in the morning when you guys would run. I'd be doing my water running session feeling car sick. Like I feel like I'm going to mm. bloody vomit. And then you go do your food shopping, go up, get back up at like 2 p.m. and then be car sick until fucking 6 p.m. again. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. I was on a three-week car sick camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it but is you don't, one you of the worst see, things. Like, well, even does Saskia like, get it if she's like with you in this? No, I don't passengers? think so. Yeah, I don't think so. But um, I feel like back then as well, we used to just drive a lot faster and yeah, um, kind of. Where yeah, now it's like cruise down a little bit, but um, We're adults now. <laughs> yeah, it, but also like it does suck. A bit thing about Falls Creek is like. Like, I fucking have no food. I've run out of food. And yeah. you have to go all the way down there, really. Like, I, I'm just going to buy stuff up here. But it's, like, so expensive you buy it up here. Yeah. Um, and and you can't, limited. like, you can't do a week of shopping up nah. here. You can do, like, maybe enough for a meal or two. But, um, but yeah, it's, like, it's a half a day effort to go down and get food yeah. a little yeah. bit. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Friday night, ran 8K. And then... Everyone arrived here. So Saturday morning, we went out to Langford's. So my first time going out. Everyone's gone, oh, what's the trails like out there? I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to be on recon duty and you're like, oh, some dingoes out there. I'm scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, So everyone did Fitzies and I was going to do it. Then I was like, nah, fuck it. Like Saturday's my... Had you not spoken to anyone about the trail because I told them all on Friday because I like was joking with the Irish boys like I said I, I go um I was like you've got this like per- perfect so court yeah course had never been to falls um and no. but Paul had and Paul has yeah. and yeah and they were talking about uh like talking about doing like the the the, tra- the K reps on the trail <clears throat> and I said you've literally got this beautiful aqueduct trail that is right at the top of Falls Creek at, like at the village and you could easily do K reps there and it's perfect and it's like no 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 we go you go out drive run along this trail and uh, the whole point of it is to you know increase your uh, risk of rolling your ankle by 500% and there's no other benefit <laughs> no if, well if you don't roll your ankle you're stronger yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The bones like you and Dave have to stay off it. But I just reckon it's like, get, get survive it. I just reckon it's a, oh, it's a tradition thing and it's a whole lot of bullshit. And I'll but it also makes you, you should see it. fucking Dave right now. He can't fucking keep up on the runs because he, cause yeah, he's like, been complaining of COVID. If I hear him complain oh. of COVID one more time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't seen Dave up here. No, I kind, I kind of saw him this morning, but like, so the Sunday. But Dave's I, I been smart. Me and Davis. Well, yeah, I'm in. Smart. Well, I'm, you try. You should be. As my all jokes aside, on those easy runs, you should be running. Like you're. You got to remember, you're the fittest, right? You are the the like the fittest. So when Archie Reed is trying to keep up with you on an easy run, he should probably not be running four oh eights. Yeah, but like if you if you run eighty less k than me, you should be fresher. So you should be able to. Yeah, yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> was, the oven's filling up in spots. <laughs> um, so Saturday so, morning, yeah, yeah. yeah. Saturday morning, we went out to Langford's. The, everyone was on Fitzies and I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to run flat because this is my easy day. So ran out to the end. They went up Fitzies. Fucking also, I didn't want to go near the, the dogs up there. <laughs> or the button man. <laughs> or the button man. Um, and then I was like, fuck, I'm going to be running back by myself. That's even worse. But then Jude, <laughs> Jude turned around with me. So I ran back with Jude, um, did, yeah, an hour, 404s. 
Um, also, the, the pace of these runs as well, like I feel like we get rolling more because they're flat. They're was, pretty flat. Yeah. And you don't get stopped. Like what happens in Melbourne, I no, feel like so in true. all my runs, I'm stopping at roads, yeah. at lights. Um, yeah. So, and, and that definitely just breaks up your momentum a little bit. With this, like definitely. you don't, you don't stop. Um, yeah. so you just yeah, kind the, of keep the, rolling. Yeah. The pace at Falls Creek always feels like way quicker. Yeah. When it's dead flat. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, ran 8k that evening and did some gym before that. Um, it is funny that all your doubles at Falls are 8k. Cause I don't think yeah. you don't always do. I know, I know it's cause you touch the rock, right? But. Um, well, I don't know. I've just been doing, uh, sometimes I just go out on the road, but I just go to eight, 4k. Uh, well, to be honest, I've been saying 8K. A lot of them been 8.5 and stuff. But wow. I just, at, at home, I do a loop, yeah. like, which is 7.6 or something. Yeah. Or 7. Point something. Um, that's what I feel like that's what I do. I usually just, wherever I'm living, I find a bit of a loop and yeah. I do that. It doesn't, I don't really care if it's, and I can't be fucked going around the street to make it 8K. You just find a random loop no matter where you're living. Living in Ballar- yeah. You're living in Ballarat, 34K Arvo loop. I know, but yeah, it sucked it when that was it. That was the loop. <laughs> um, and the, yeah, Sunday did two and a half hours again. Um, I started, so last week I kind of did the loop and then did extra. And this I'm like, oh, I might start early so I can finish on the road and yeah. just do that last little bit on the road and wouldn't, hopefully I can be rolling a little bit. But um Jesus, once you've got 90 minutes in your legs and then you're going across the snow plane, which is kind of through yeah. the shrubs and it's a bit rough and stuff, um, your body feels feels the tightness there. Yeah. Like and I was also, just like, you know, it's really not just struggling. the tightness of that 90 minutes. It's the no, tightness definitely, of the yeah, entire week of like, training. Yeah. I feel like last week I could, um, I just, because I got there after um, probably 40, 40 minutes. Yeah. Like it just felt normal where this week I was like, um, I could just tell my body was starting to get fatigued during that run and then got onto the road um, and ended up being like a bit of a headwind the whole way back, which which sucked, but kind of went down to 3.30s or 3.35s. Um, yeah, so it was going all right. So you it were was, rolling. Yeah, I was rolling a little bit. Ended up two and a half hours at four-minute Ks. I was going to say 3.30s, but Sydney Marathon race pace for you, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, nearly. <laughs> nearly. <laughs> <I> wish. Um, <laughs> And then I ran another 8.28 kilometers that night with Rambo. Okay. Why'd Rambo do a Sunday double? Because he try- he's in the oven and he's like, I'm going to turn the griddle on as well. <laughs> <laughs> he's on 200 degrees fan forced. And it's like, and it's like Rambo, that's enough. That's enough. That'll get, that'll be like, that'll cook you. It's a slow cook. And he goes, nah, put the grill on. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, this is. Like, yeah, Rambo, this is a slow cook um, recipe. What are you doing, mate? He's like, grill, grill. Grill, put the grill. Flame, flame. <laughs> Give me your char grill flame. Yeah. He's, he's got marinated before as well. Oh, it's so stupid. Why, honestly, why the fuck is Rambo doing an 8K double after it? Well, how, how far did he go Sunday morning? Like nine. Two hours. Oh, my God. He's a fucking idiot. Right, yeah, I, I don't know. I say, I'm I saying it here just, first. Yeah, I think he's just... He wants to... I guess this is his like base season. So he's, um, I think running a bit more high mileage and just trying to get it up. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, S- yeah, Sunday yeah. doubles, uh, I don't know. I think they're a marathon thing and probably a marathon thing only. Yeah. I don't know if you need to be doing Sunday doubles as a, uh, as a 1500 meter runner, but what do I know about running 1500s? So don't mm. listen to me. Um, nice. 206 kilometers for the week. Ah, the old D load. 
<laughs> the old deload. Yeah. So the uh, what what hurt me? The ten minute warm down hurt me, and I think the Tuesday session was a bit shorter. Yeah, because the, the last it was the nine k session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah. So how was your week? Yeah, my week was good. I haven't uh, synced my watch, so this is going to be going straight off the top of my dome. Um, but. <laughs> yep. I feel like I'm better at that than you. You know, when I don't, when I only have like you're, seventy, you got four runs to go. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you've got the same amount of running as me. You just add an eight k every night. Um, oh. yeah, I wish I didn't say that before. Now I've got to actually tell you my week. <laughs> so, yeah. so he was clearly lying. And um, Monday rest. <laughs> no, Monday was the hardest body hour I've ever done. Um, I was in Rye, <laughs> and that was over like. I think I, I said that um, last week just on the uh, Chelsea's places has a in the back beach, right? And it's like yeah. front beach of front beach of like Morning Peninsula. This is obviously you're in the bay, beautiful like long like flat trail. Back beach is honestly so hilly, but not like you're never climbing for that long. It's just real steep up, real steep down, and it's just like that for mm. pretty much you know an, an hour. Um, and we got lost too. So it was like 65, 70 minutes, something like that. Who are you running with? Uh, Fergus. Yeah. Yeah. And he he was going to do um, like a little workout the next day. And like, when we pulled back up into the house after getting lost and all that, I said, oh, I think you'll be taking the day off tomorrow, Fergus. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he was quite cooked. Um, but I think it was like 4.40 pace or something like that because it was just like up, down, stopper. You know, it was just one of those just sh- sort of shitty runs. But, yeah, didn't feel too bad. Um, and then I just had six by a K on the front uh, at the front beach. Um, just found like a, 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 a sort of flat bit of trail and I think my GPS was all fucking up. I was hardly uh, – I wasn't even looking at the GPS. I was just going to feel um, a couple around three-minute. One, I think it was like 3.05. I think, yeah, maybe th- the slowest was like 3.06, 3.07 or something. But, yeah, it felt it felt sort of like if I was at the 10, I'd be running three-minute pace um, yeah. for 6 by K. Then Wednesday here, I think I ran with – I either ran with Smack or I did another – I think Wednesday was a hot day. It was either Wednesday or Thursday. I ran, I ran both. Like I ran like four. It was the longest time I'd run in a row. Thursday um, was definitely a hot day because I had a few of my athletes messaging me. Yeah. Or maybe Tuesday was a hot day too. Tuesday was a hot day as well, but I was I yeah. wasn't. Tuesday had people messaging me, you know, like complaining of that, that session was really fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I feel like I have to, with all, yeah, whenever it's a hot day, you just get the same comments being like, oh, I yeah, exactly. today. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, no wonder because it's fucking hot, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Um, yeah, so I, I, I did say I was good at this, but I've really lost where I was on the, <laughs> the, the Wednesday, either, yeah, Wednesday and Thursday, I just did an hour from here. I don't, re- I don't remember where I went, but yeah, th- uh, Thursday's one, I'm pretty sure was, was bloody hot. And I went out on the Merry Creek trail, um, like out past Brunswick Velodrome and stuff. But yeah, I feel like I'm at that level now where our runs are starting to feel like normal. Like, like yeah. three week, three weeks ago, you'd like go out for an hour run, and I'd have to, like, I'd have to respect it because I'd be like getting yeah. tired and like sore and stuff. Whereas like for you, you know what it's like when you're really fit. An hour run is just like no, it's just nothing, right? You're just yeah. going for an hour run. Um, but I'm like, you know, making sure I like never look at my pace. I just don't give a fuck about pace anymore. Like that's like a, a big change that I've I've tried to implement like this year. Um, and 
I so I just yeah, have no idea. And then at the end of the run, I like look and I'm like, oh, and then the pace is like gradually coming down now. Like it's sort of like, you know, I'm closer to that like 420, whereas a month ago it was like 430. So yeah, um, yeah. it's good. Yeah, good to get like start seeing some improvements there. And then Friday, I met everyone at Albert Park um, for Threshold. And I had, I think the boys had four by eight minutes. Um, Stewie and uh, Jack and Smack. Um, and they, I did, had, they did eight minute reps. Yeah. Yeah. Eight minute reps. And I had three by seven. So that was like, you know, that was going to be the longest. I did two by three K the week before. Um, and Collis just said, do three by seven, have a minute break. And, um, you know, the, the advice that Collis gave me, he said, he goes, don't think that because you're having a minute break in between each seven minute that you're doing like less training. He goes, the reason for that minute break is so that then you can do the next seven minute block better. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, cause it's such, I think it's so easy for an, like you know, instead of doing say 30 minute threshold, it's like, Oh, well fuck, I'm doing like a week session cause I'm having these minute breaks. And it's like, well, the minute breaks can al- allow me to execute that better than if I was just going and doing like a lump 30 minutes. Yeah. And I definitely do. Yeah. What, like, what do you do for your athletes? You give them broken thresholds a lot. Yeah, I I alternate it a bit. A lot, yeah, yeah, me too. Where they go like one week where it's broken and especially when they're trying to build up their threshold. Yeah. Um, like I might go two by 15 and then the next week they go 25 minutes straight. Yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm very, very similar. Um, depending on, yeah, it's depending on the athlete as well. Yeah. But uh, no, this was, this was sort of fun because I was like, I think, yeah, my first seven minutes was like three 15s and I felt like shit. Um, and that was just because I'd run like four days in a row before, I think, because you know, I'd, I've been used to, you know, having a bit, a couple more um, days off. Um, but uh, yeah, just felt shit. And I, Sinead was like only like not far, not far behind me. And then the boys had their eight minute um, rep. So they had stopped and they jogged back towards me. So mm-hmm. then I was like, as I was doing my like one minute, I did like one minute walk, jog, um, Sinead and stuff like came past because she just had two laps. Um, but then... It was, it was good because, yeah, my second seven minute, I was sort of caught in between like Sinead and like slowly catching them. But then the boys were coming past me and I was just running like locked into my own pace. And this one I felt like a little bit started to get into my rhythm a bit more. I was probably sitting more at the 310s. And the boys came past and they I think were running like three or fours, three or threes or something. And I just like jumped on them and I was like, fuck, I'm just going to just like see, just see how this feels and I'm going to see how relaxed I can be. Like and just totally try and just chill. And I just, I was not going to do it for too long, Um, but I just did it almost more just for, I don't know, a bit of entertainment, right? Just to break it up a little bit. So I was like, yeah, I'll just go with them for a couple of minutes. And I looked at my heart rate and I was like, oh boy, I shouldn't have done that. (laughs) (laughs) Like like I'm looking at my heart rates, obviously should be sitting around like 170 and it was like getting to close to 180 and I'm like, oh, back it off. So I think that one was like 309. And then my last one, I did it like a more even by myself and it was like 308 pace. Um, So yeah, I feel like things are starting to, things are starting to tick, tick along well. Um, but yeah, I'm still dealing with this lower, like this lower back tightness sort of thing. But it just always, always happens as I'm building Ks. I feel like once I get up to like 100K a week and then I can just sort of hold that between 100 and 120 and I hold that, that's when my body starts to like, um, you know, like fully, fully adapt because at the moment each week I'm throwing more training at it, right? Yeah, so it's like, definitely. Yeah, it's like each week I'm adding another run or doing that. So, yeah, Saturday I had off. I had a friend's wedding on Friday. 
Um, so I was glad that I was able to have Saturday off, a little bit hungover, and then Sunday went out for 80 minutes, which is, yeah, my longest. Just from home? Or? Just from home, yeah. Yeah, so. You get the Yarra Flats run the back. Well, I know. I, uh, I sort of need, need the company a bit, and I'm mm. sort of trying not to, not to um, I don't want to go, you know, like with the boys and they run like four-minute pace. Like Jack, like Jack said it before. He's like, oh, let's go. For, oh, that's, a, that's where I run with. On Wednesday, I ran with Jack. I did know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but oh, Yarra Flats? No. Nah, no. Nah, Wait, do you remember on Live Love Love when we talked about you guys going to Yarra Flats? Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I totally forgot. Oh, my God. We did. We just totally forgot. Really sorry to any listeners out there that turned up to run with Jack we never, and Joel. We never heard it. We, oh, that's bad. Did you, yeah. when, did, did, have you spoken to Jack about that? No, nah, no, I just thought of we it the other day. Totally I'm like, oh, I wonder if they went. What? What? That is so funny. I feel like some we said it in. We would have said it like four days before. No one ever messaged. Oh god, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. If so you for the listeners oh, that don't know, because there was on live off love. Um, <laughs> we, we were talking about Yarra Flats, and then and then Jack and Joel said on on air like, "Yeah, well, let's go." And then we're like, yeah, to any listeners out there, if you want to come run with us, we'll be there at 9 a.m. at Wednesday. And they just haven't turned up. We just, we just didn't go. Hopefully, like, yeah, let's, I think most people probably wouldn't. Uh, Wednesday, hopefully at 9 a.m. everyone's at work. So hopefully it wasn't a bit, it wasn't like the, the normal FTK shakeouts. No, we can, and I can say uh, we didn't get a single message from anyone saying, well, where were you guys? So mm. I'm, ass- I'm assuming uh, it, it was fine, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I've been doing like like other than you know the odd run with smack, um, and yeah, I just don't want to, you know, meet up with Jack for a long run and run yeah. my fourth. But I feel like even pace. even going to somewhere, even if you run by yeah. yourself, yeah, like I feel like it's more like I don't know, putting yeah. a bit extra effort in. Like you don't have to yeah. do anything different, but like for sure, I don't know. For sure, I, I, I think know you, you like get up and you're like, all right, let's eat, let's have my coffee, do my stretches, and then. Go As to opposed training to, yeah, a little definitely. bit instead of like, oh, let's just roll out the door. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, I, I think, um, yeah, I might, I might, well, there's no bloody nobody left other than Smack. Yeah. I suppose. Um, but yeah, I think from uh, Collis set, which I'm very thankful of, uh, I will be meeting Sinead, like while you guys are all at Falls, I'll be going to the tan on Tuesdays because everyone else has gone to Waverley. So I was like, fuck, I'm back at Waverley yeah. next week. And Collis was like, nah, you and Sinead just stay at the tan. Um, nice. So yeah, I'll just be sticking that. And I might do Prinny Park um, thresholds over the next few weeks while you guys are, are away. But yeah, geez, you'll be back soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got uh, a week and, oh, well, nah, let's look a little bit. Couple of weeks. No, this Friday, next Friday. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, I think I was like 68K for the week. Um, so yeah, now enjoy this interview with Riley and Jack Rayner. Hey, what's up? My name's Riley. I am here with two-time defending champion in the Zatapec, Jack Rayner. Jack, how are you? Good, thank you. Yeah, it feels weird when you hear it that way, but yeah, cheers. I'm well. Um, now you're currently up at Falls Creek. It is uh, mid-November when we're recording this. You're coming off a pretty good six weeks and you've obviously still got almost a month or, you know, three or four weeks until Zatapec. How's everything feeling? Pretty vanilla question, but how are you? 
<laughs> no, I'm going well. Um, it's great to be back at Falls. So I haven't been up here since the start of last year. So it feels like, well, it is almost two years. So yeah, really, really nice to be back up here finally. And let's go back to, I guess, the start of October and um, Melbourne Marathon. I had a, had a pretty good run there in the half. And you've carried that form pretty well. Bernie 10, Noosa Bolt over the 5K as well recently. Has everything gone how you expected it to? And are you, are you about in the shape you'd like to be in at the moment? Uh, yeah, I haven't had a, anything to really, really test like what shape I'm in on, like say a road um, 10K because there's, oh, sorry, a track 10K because there's just not many on. Like there's only one I do every year in Australia. Um, but no, I think I'm in decent shape. Like I've um, been able to turn things around from a average European season this year. So managed to string together some wins cross country on the track. I mean, sorry, on, and on the road. So um, no, form's going well. So I think, yeah, coming off altitude at falls should um put me in even better stead heading into Zadapec. And what's the what's the purpose of a falls trip now? Is it because often depending on who you speak to, and I know Nick, for instance, when he talks about falls, he doesn't necessarily value the altitude, he values the focus and the time spent dedicated to training. Is that how yeah, you see exactly. it? Uh yeah, I think the the just the training camp factor will have more of a benefit rather than the altitude. So just spending three weeks without having anything to worry about in your normal everyday life back in Melbourne and just running. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, that goes just such a long way because, yeah, as I'm sure many people know, just training at home can get kind of things can get in the way. You can miss, miss sessions, not miss sessions, but miss some of the second runs of the day or something, or you're just doing, doing too much. Um, so, yeah, it is nice dropping everything and just focusing on running. Is the stimulus a little bit different at Falls? I know when I've been there and watched you guys train, there's um, whether it's the Saturday hill hill sessions or there's tower run or there's like, you know, the terrain is pretty different. It's not, you know, the typical nice terrain you might get at home. Does, do you think that plays a part in getting a bit sharper? Uh, not so much. Like I think, yeah, in the past we've followed tradition much more. So we do like K reps out on the one of the, most average trails you've seen Shocker. if you're in a line of like a group of six or eight guys you can be rolling your ankle mid-rep so um we've kind of gone away from that a little bit where we'll be using the top aqueduct which is a much nicer trail um but yeah i think that and then yeah not as many people here up in november so it's kind of nice just having a smaller crew and um no no other distractions yeah sure now let's talk a bit about zatapec as i mentioned you've You've won two. This year is going to be pretty interesting. This is the first year that um, Zatapec has really, I don't know, not been taken over, but on have come to the party and, and party's probably the operative word there. They're turning Zatapec into essentially what they've done globally, which is called the on-track nights. And yeah. I think they've done it at a sound running event in the US, a couple of things in Europe, including night of the 10,000 meter PBs. And it looks pretty chaotic and and like a party and, and exactly what track needs right like especially to try oh, and get for sure yeah i think yeah in the past it's been well it's still been an awesome night of athletics but maybe just getting a bit stale so i think a bit of a revamp will go a long way it's exciting right and is is that something that not that you not that you get any extra motivation or you need any extra motivation to compete for a national title but is that something you look forward to, to just having the sort of a big crowd and a bit of energy and a bit of buzz there? Oh, definitely. Like, yeah, the way that the looks like they're setting it up with music and like random, like beer town or whatever there is. So yeah, I think, yeah, just more of a buzz around the 
around the track night will be will be cool. Yeah, so I mean, details are not scarce, but there is there's going to be a tattoo artist. So I'm not sure what that's about, but you're obviously no stranger to tattoos, Jack. So that might be something for you. No, we need to get Lockie Barber down there. <laughs> Maybe uh, I'll get one after the race, but there's definitely a, not before. There's a beer tunnel, which I'm I'm interested in finding out a bit more about that. And I don't know if this has been announced, but I'm on the on running website right now talking and it's got a page about the Melbourne track night and it says that Peking Duck are playing after the last race. Had you heard about this? (laughs) First I've heard. (laughs) Are they going to be on the infield or something? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I'm I'm keen to see the logistics of the night. (laughs) Yeah, this is, uh, yeah, this is great. But in terms of the, in terms of the racing, we don't have full fields yet but uh i was speaking to nick at training last week he didn't know too much about the fields but he did mention that patty tiernan might be down uh, a few people would remember the the great head-to-head battle that stewie and pat had a few years ago at um box hill which was an absolute classic but how are you how are you feeling about your chances heading into the race yeah i'd like to keep the streak going go for three in a row um yeah, Pat, Pat's obviously one of the best runners we've got in Australia, so it'll be cool to have um, battle against him. I don't know what kind of shape he's in, but surely if he's coming to race, he must be in decent shape. So and I'm keen for it. Yeah, I'm just hoping they'll keep it. They had a couple of years where they'd get people onto the track, so like the whole like 200 meter bend was just mm. lined with people. So yeah, you there's know, not too many. Are yeah, you a fan not of too that? Many track races? Yeah, love yeah, it. same. The closer you can get, the better. Like yeah, similar to what they do at the night of the 10k's, where like pretty much the whole track is just lined with people. So yeah, yeah, 10K can get, yeah, can feel like you're out there for a long way when there's not many people watching. (laughs) What's your 25 laps? And for a lot of amateur, not a lot of us amateur runners would run a lot of track 10Ks. Like obviously 5K is really popular, but um, 25 laps feel, you feel every one of those 25 laps. What's your, you're obviously more locked into the race right and worrying about what your competitors are doing or your splits you're rattling off but how do you approach that 25 laps oh i try not look at the lap counter for as long as i can um and only really concentrate or on it when it's like into the single digits so yeah you just want to still maintain focus and everything but just switch off almost a bit and just run hopefully behind someone but um yeah ideally we'd have paces till halfway. So just being able to lock into them, mm. not worry about anything else happening and just yeah, get into a nice rhythm. And then, yeah, the race gets going. It's probably say, yeah, once you're into the single digits. Now there's like some amazing history with the Zatapak. I mean, and even, even in your training group, right? Like Robbo's won a couple, Stewie's had a couple of great ones. You've, you've had a couple, uh, Collis, Collis has had two, I think 2008, 2010, and then you and go, Dave. yeah, Dave McNeil as well. And you, then you go way back and you see, okay, Deke has won, Mono's won, Ron Clark, I think, set a world record in Zanapec one year. There's just, I'll have to, yeah, I have to look that one up. There's know. just so much history in it. I'm sure every national title means something, but you've been, it feels like you've been around forever, but you're still really young. <laughs> How would it feel to have three Zanapecs if that, if that comes off? Yeah, it kind of doesn't sink in until you're holding the, they give you a trophy. Uh, the, like when you're doing the medal presentation, you see the list, big list of names and you're just like, whoa, 
I'm up there with some of these names that I've been looking up to for years. So, um, as yeah, it means, it means a huge amount. Um, and to get three would be amazing. So we'll see. Now coming into summer, obviously Zatapec is first weekend of December. You're going to be pretty fit. What's, what's coming up for the rest of what does your summer look like? Have you planned it out yet? Uh, not, not to a T, but yeah, we'll be doing track stuff. Like obviously next year, trying to qualify for mm. the Olympics. Um, but yeah, the national titles will hold a lot of points. So doing well there will be key. And then, yeah, potentially um, going to the States like I did last year to find a 10K or a 5K. Um, yeah, somewhere where it's like set up to go fast. Yeah. Um, ideally get qualifiers. Speaking of that, um, you're a genuine chance in both you know, both or either of the 5,000 meter and the 10,000 meter for Paris, uh, obviously 10,000 meter national record holder, 2715. I think the qualifying time is 27 flat. Yeah. 27 flat or 2710, something like oh, that. Oh, is it? Maybe it is. Um, I, need, I, need to, I need to relook it up. It keeps changing. And then the 5,000 meter time keeps coming in as well. Um, I think that is 13 flat. 13.05, I think, or 13 flat. Let me just it check here. It's 30, year. Yeah, sorry, it's 1305 for the 5,000 meter. The 10,000 meter is 27 flat. Yeah, there you go. Savage. So, yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, with that being said, you can qualify on the on the points. Of course. So and so, try and get fields it, like half qualifiers, half points. So, but yeah, would ideally like to run the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you, you're right there, especially with the five thousand meter. <laughs> you're so close. So, yeah, exactly. Um, and then, how? Uh, one thing I'm curious on, and, and we haven't really spoken about it, but this is kind of, as far as I can remember, this is the first year you've gone overseas during the the Australian winter and not had a really good go of it. Is probably fair to say, like, because obviously the year before you're in the US running really well, or um, in Europe as well. What's it like coming home after a kind of disappointing season and then having to reset and say, okay, well now I've got all this other road stuff I've got to do. Yeah. Like it was obviously very disappointing not being able to run anywhere near what I did last year um, over in Europe. I think yeah, there's a few little things that um, went wrong. It was nothing really injury wise, but um, yeah, coming home and just resetting for a little bit. Um, and yeah, once I got my bearings back at home, I was like, yeah, found more energy and was ready to hit the, the Australian road racing season. So, yeah, I think getting some wins um, on the Australian circuit, even if it's not quite to the level of um, competition you'd be having in in Europe, obviously, doing sort of diamond leagues and whatnot. Um, it was nice to just, yeah, get some wins back on the board and hopefully take that confidence going forward and then putting it onto the track next year mm. well, and this later this season this year. I wanted to spend a I wanted to spend a moment on Bernie Ten. Sure, such a good event, and obviously an event now that like obviously means a lot to you. You had a great run there last year, and and defended your title um, again a few weeks ago or recently. Yeah, a few weeks ago. Yeah, and you've uh, you've already pretty much said you're going to schedule permitting. You'll be back there next year. How important yeah. are these kind of? It's it's almost like a it's a great event, but it's almost like a community running event, right? Like it's not a Big oh, for sure. Event. Yeah, Bernie's only a tiny little town in the north shore of Tassie. So, yeah, I think yeah, next year will be their 40th year. So, definitely make it down there if everything's going well. 
but yeah, I, I grew up like when I was 18, 19, going to the road racing circuits around Australia and then like I'd get smashed becoming like fifth, sixth, <laughs> whatever. And then, yeah, you see yourself improve like a little bit every year. So I think it's just, yeah, such a great stepping stone, um, especially going into the road, road, like 10 Ks, oh, sorry, the track 10 Ks. I think, yeah, the experience you get on the roads, um, yeah, really makes you tough. And then uh, like after that, you can start working down, down your track times. But yeah, that strength you get running all these road races around Australia carries a long way. Do you ever spend time reflecting on that journey? Because I remember once, one year at Falls or or maybe I was talking to like your mum or something about Falls and she was saying like, you know, you've been going there since you were a te- like a teenager and spending time down at Mount Beauty and then coming up to Falls and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, so when you start, you, you I can imagine, right, you're hanging out the back of the pack and you're struggling to keep up with the big boys and stuff like that. And now here you are winning, you know, almost everything you enter domestically, you've got two Zatapex, you're winning Melbourne half, all that sort of stuff. Do you ever reflect on like, wow, I've actually done this? Yeah, sometimes when you look back on it, you're like, well, shit, I actually have come a long way since I was, yeah, sort of a kid running up at Falls or Mount Beauty and whatnot. But uh, to be honest, everything happens so quickly, you don't really realize the change until until you look back on it. Mm. Yeah, you don't you don't really realize it at the time is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, last one for me, a bit of a fun one here, Jack. I should have given you some notice about this. I'm That's all right. I'm putting together a bit of a Christmas gift guide at the moment. You know, runners. Well, I hard, saw you post that. Runners are hard to buy for, you know, and you always get people asking for opinions or thoughts on things. What's on your Christmas wish list? What are you hoping to get from uh, from Santa this year? <laughs> Honestly, anything that I really want, I'd probably just go and buy. So Jack, you can't be doing that. Awful, awful to buy for. Um, but you can never go wrong with too many pairs of sunnies, I reckon. Oh, you're a big sunnies guy, aren't you? Yeah, a good pair of running sunnies. Like, yeah, you can never have too many. Um, but yeah, I'd probably say sunnies or AirPods, something along the lines of that. Mm, now, actually, we were talking about your pink sort of um, paint splatter frame oakley's on tuesday when we saw each other are you i don't know if i've ever seen it on you but vibe on wearing the sunnies with the clear lenses at night i don't mind it i know joel does it he does it Joel's racing, like even if it's like even if it's like shitty weather but yeah i i don't mind it at all i haven't done it yet but i might i don't know borrow joel's pair for a race or something we'll see all I'll right it. well we'll look forward to that hey Jack, next time we see you, given your upper falls, next time we see you, we'll be at the on-track night for Zatapec. Uh, best of luck. And look, hopefully I'll I'll see you after your race at the beer tunnel or at the at, with the tattooer or something like that. Yeah, peaking duck. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it'll be a fun night. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Jack. Uh, all the best at falls and good luck for the race. No worries. Cheers, Riley. All right, and that is it for our interview with Jack Rayner. Back to the FTK boys in the studio. All right, we are back. Um, Brett, what was your favourite thing about that interview? <laughs> <laughs> that joke never gets old, does it? No. Oh, no. so But But, um, yeah, obviously with Zatapet coming up, we're going to do a few little interviews in the coming weeks just kind of highlighting the event, and I don't get it. In- Everyone should get around it and come come out because it is going to be definitely a great night of athletics. 
Yeah, yeah. Honor doing uh, doing a great job um, putting on. Like, even have you seen like all like the design and stuff with uh, Zatapair? Because like you can tell there's like some good. It's good branding behind it. It's going to be a sick event. Um, FTK will be doing something interesting on the night at Zatapec, but we uh, can't tell the can't give the details on that just yet. So one of those big things coming. It's been a while <laughs> since we've been a while since we've done one of those. Um, <laughs> let's get into things we've seen on Instagram this week that we aren't too sure about. Tim Vincent, you going first? I nearly forgot about that. To be honest, I Did nearly you? forgot Tim Vincent just saying yeah. Um, yeah. So mine is an article with Stuart McSwain. <laughs> um, that was on the Australian Olympic um, website. But pretty much they have like done the kind of headline. It's like wide awake at 3 a.m. last month. Stuart McSwain took his first steps towards Paris for the 2024 Olympics alone and in the dark. The guy was jet lagged. <laughs> the only reason he was doing that, that they're making out that he like, you know, he's this dedicated athlete, getting up early, getting his runs done. He's like, like running at 5.30 and it's like, no. He was jet lagged. He didn't want to be up at that time. He wanted to be sleeping. Um, and then so like true. he goes, I don't know, just a few of the things in the article. Like he goes on about how he doesn't wear a GPS watch. Like he doesn't like the data. It's like, sure, you're about to pace a marathon, mate. Get a GPS Get watch. Get a GPS watch. We yeah. need maybe join, oh, like enter in this Garmin competition. <laughs> become, a, like, <laughs> become a patron and there's a good chance you'll win one. That's um, it's definitely funny. It's like I know, yeah, I know it's true. It's, but isn't that funny? That's what media is. All, it's always like that. Right? Oh, you yeah. try and it's, get the, the juiciest sort of part of the article, and then you find out from the person. It's like, no, it didn't even fucking happen. Yeah, and like he's doing like all these things about saying how he like does a lot of his training alone. It's just like, yeah, what well, he does a few of his easy runs alone. Yeah, his the sessions he has like yeah, literally forty yeah. people there training for him. You've got. Oh, like, no, I've seen he, people sacrifice their sessions to help him out and stuff. So yeah, the, the, the whole of, article is just bullshit, Stewie. The, the end of a Waverly, like as as Stewie's leading up to like a big track race, and it's like there's ten blokes starting uh, Stewie's session at Waverly, and there's one person finishing at Stewie, and there's nine bodies yeah. on the side of the Waverly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, what are you doing solo, mate? We're sacrificing <laughs> our lives for you. <laughs> and then we're getting up like one of those bodies again. I was like, "Oh, sure, I'll pace his first two hundred for you." Oh shit! Um, mine was sent to us by a listener, um, and it's something that has always, yeah, always sort of. I've never quite understood. It's a video of uh, a lot of college runners in the in the US coming across the line of a cross country race, stopping their watch with their arms above their head, and I think it says something like ex- the caption something like "Explain this." Um, and I'm sure a lot of you know a lot of the listeners would have seen this before. We've definitely taken the piss out of Jack Bruce for doing it. Like Jack Bruce yeah. always starts his reps with his hands up in the air. And I said to Smack just before we are recording this, because I know Smack ran in college, and I said, why the fuck do people do that? Like it's the weirdest thing. Like why would anyone do that in a race? And he said, well, when we were training in college, the all the college coaches, they've got stopwatches, right? So they want to see when you go across the line. So if you put your hand up, they can at least try and time with their stopwatch at the same time you're clicking start on your watch. So that sort of makes sense there to rep. It's like, okay, well, why are they doing it coming across the finish line of a cross-country race? I know, that's stupid. 
sometimes when I'm having a bad session, I with about 20 meters to go, I put my arm up so the bidder stops the watch. And he's like, oh, it's actually not too bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. sometimes I've done the same thing, but I'm flying a white flag. <laughs> yeah. Surrendering myself from the workout. <laughs> um, but yeah, I honestly, if look, if you're a uh, if you're a listener and you can come up with a, like a proper good reason as to why these runners are doing that, um, I'd oh, they've like got to official hear timing too. Exactly. Like I'm sure they got. Doesn't make any sense after. unless there was like yeah. You know, we find out that particular race, it was like um, for every for every person that puts their hands up and stops, we'll like donate five thousand dollars to a charity. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Me and you're taking the piss out of it. It's like oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So stupid. Well, that is a wrap. Um, Remember that we will have for FTK friends of the show. Keep your eyes peeled out. Um, I know we said this last last week that the that the competition was <laughs> eyes peeled out. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, does it? <laughs> Keep your eyes peeled out. <laughs> for any listeners that tried to peel their eyes out, please do not. <laughs> well, that um that might win you a garment. Let's be honest. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, if you can somehow peel your eyes out, then you will give you a garment. Oh God, so stupid. Um. Keep your eyes peeled for, is that it? Is that what you say? Yep. Keep your eyes peeled for um, the competition post that we'll be dropping on the Patreon. As we said, fifty were in 50 words or less, explain to us why you think you should receive the Garmin 965. Um, so that Q&A session is going to be dropping today as is Chasing Paris. And we will have Live, Laugh, Love and Run with Who Knows coming out later in the week because we don't know. Am I going to be on it? No, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. It'll be, yeah, it will be. It will well. be Brett and Jack, but whether I'm on because it just depends. The Zoom ones are just never. They don't quite have the same oomph as uh, no, as the in-person ones. It should be up to me. I should be able to decide who subs subs in for me. Yeah, we, uh, one problem is we've got one mic. Did you not get that little USB mic up here? No, because Andy. Ah, uh, true, it. true, true. All right. Anyway, that's a behind-the-scenes discussion. (laughs) All right. We will see you guys back next week for episode 75. Chat to you then. See you guys. That was a weird (laughs) sign-off. See ya. (laughs) 